everybody. Welcome to episode 221 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am another host, Paul Robinson. How are you? How is everybody today? Mm-hmm. Everyone mm-hmm. is great. That is fantastic. Fantastic. See you later. Join us next week. Yep. Bye. Um, so. We're exhausted. Yeah. So we have, yeah, we, we went to a film festival this weekend. We also went to a film festival last weekend, um, two weekends in a row of film festivals. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. We, show, we showed our film Amber um, at both of those. And um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot of, a lot of, uh, it was a good time. Yeah. Good time. But we are definitely tired. We're only talking about one film festival, though, um, today. So um, we did also watch something that. We're going to get into a bit. Just need a nap. Yeah. Hence my sexy voice. Yeah. Um, I'm just exhausted. My my whole body is exhausted and it's uh, it's apparently it's taken issue with my my voice box. Yeah. Back in the day, you used to be able to party all night till two in the morning, get up at six, go to work the next day. And now you take one trip to Coney Island and you're laid out for an entire day yeah well welcome to your 40s also we're not talking about coney island this week um (laughs) i'm just explaining why we're tired this today well not really i mean not entirely yeah um so yeah so um we went to uh the winchester film festival which was um last weekend and um Right. Yeah. So it seems that all of our weekend, like all of our film fest went back to back for the two months that um, that we've heard from so far. So um, that is a little it's a little much for us because we're pretty sedentary and we don't do a lot. Yeah. Um, And so we're very sloth like in that way. So when we have to do something, our body's like, whoa, what, what is like what is happening? Like, so. Uh, Winchester, you know, we, we generally, our rule is that we try not to submit to places that we can't really get to. We did that Mm -hmm. for a while and it really, you know, you would make it into a film fest that was like in Florida and it was like, I have no intention of going to Florida or it's in, you know, it's in Ohio and it's like, right again, so far, (laughs) like, um, well, Although, like, Ohio and Virginia wouldn't have been much of a difference. But we, we've gotten into some, you know, that were in, like, California. And it's, like, clearly we can't make that. Yeah. International stuff is is also... we. Amber is in one international film fest um, <clears throat> only because they reached out to us and were like, hey, yeah. do you want to submit? And I was like, all right, but, like, we're not going. <laughs> just, yeah. like, just letting you know. Um, so... And, you know, the reasoning for that is like, look, we've been doing this a while. Yeah. Right. We've been submitting to festivals. We've gotten a lot into a lot. We've got rejected from a lot, all that stuff. And it's just I feel like we're at a point where, you know, let's make something of it. You know, laurels are nice. We could submit to a million festivals and get more laurels. But to me, it's like I'd rather at this point, I'd rather go to those festivals and meet the other filmmakers and watch those other films live in a, in a theater now that we're sort of opening back up again um and so that was kind of like a, a reasoning for kind of like sticking to quote-unquote local yeah well i Northeast. mean it doesn't really make sense to uh submit somewhere that you're not traveling to because um 
for anyone who's maybe newer to this and is, you know, making their first film or, or at least uh, submitting for the first time or isn't too familiar with it. I mean, we've been we've been submitting stuff for a, well over a decade at this point. So we've had a bunch of experience in it. And, you know, as you have to think of a film festival as a show um, and and the the hosts or owners of that for the lack of a better term, are like the showrunners. So they have mm -hmm. to keep things going and they have to keep things exciting. Having said that, it's not for everybody. We've been to some really boring film festivals. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, just people that are basically doing it to do it and don't really care about the yeah. flow of it. It is very much a performance. It's a production in, its, in, in and of itself. And mm -hmm. how you... Um, how you schedule these things, you know, obviously you want to keep blocks uh, uh, familiar in, in a familiar tone, you know, so your sci-fis go together, your horrors go together, all yeah. that stuff. Um, I will say that it's something I wish uh, there was a little bit more of a mix, right? Um, because I don't mind sitting down and watching a drama and then watching a horror and then watching a comedy. Like, right. I don't know. Like, like, I don't know that I would want to sit through an entire horror block. It's just kind of like, and, and I'm going to be totally honest. It's because most like, like indie, like our level guerrilla indie horror is usually terrible. Um, <laughs> and I mean, it is, it, it is, it, it's usually terrible. And, um, and for that, for, I will also say often so is sci-fi, you know, because it's like, you can do anything, right? If you do something that's remotely scary, you have an audience. There's like this built-in audience. And yeah. if you do something that's remotely sci-fi, even if even if it's not well, but it's just it's just sci-fi-esque, like you're good to go. Um and a lot of the times, um, you know, we're just being honest, like they're 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 kind of terrible. Yeah. Um, so it would be nice to be able to see something else in those blocks and just be like, okay. Um, you know, we saw this really nice comedy or drama or whatever, you know, documentary or something, but I get why they block it that way. Um, so we traveled for this. Uh, my, uh, my life and business partner does not fly. Um, although I don't think we would have flown for this. I can't imagine. I mean, the flight would have been so short. And the time to like it would have taken and, us longer yeah. to get to the airport, wait, check in, go through TSA and everything than, and than the, the actual yeah. flight. So we drove. Um, we learned we learned something interesting along it's like the a way. Five and a half hour drive. It's closer to six hours, yeah. honestly. Um, so we didn't go like the usual route from New York through uh, Manhattan and Jersey or through like the gw bridge we were like oh let's take the more like chill route right that's like loops around north and you know we learned um last weekend that the majority of the state of pennsylvania smells like shit <laughs> so uh that was okay i mean that's listen but, but the it's... northern part right so i've i've been through and, like and she means that literally because there's a literally. lot of cows and manure and stuff and so <laughs> i've driven through the southern and middle part of pennsylvania many many times so i've gone the philly route i love philly like i've gone yeah. the philly route i've run straight through harrisburg hershey all of that but the northern side of that state that runs along like the new york border and Holy shit, literally. It was just like every 
25 seconds and then you'd get like a 15 second break and then another pile of shit would be coming. And I don't know how the people that live there function. Mm -hmm. Like there were houses in areas that we were like, that is aggressive. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't just kind of like when you know you're passing near a farm and you're like, oh, it seems like there might be a farm. You know, like yeah. when you're passing by the ocean yeah. and you're like, it's faint. You yeah. know, it wasn't even like that. It was it was a, like yeah. like a, a karate chop to the throat. I mean, yeah. that thing got you hard. It just went ham on you. And I was like, this doesn't end. And and Pennsylvania, I think, is the biggest state that exists in the entire country. It never <laughs> ended. Like we were yeah. just like, we're still driving through Pennsylvania. So um that was interesting. Um because we are neurotic about our cat and we don't like to leave her because she's a senior cat for very long. We have to do like these micro tri- trips, right? Where yeah. we're like no more than overnight. one night. Yeah, yeah, no more than one night. Um, so you can imagine driving six hours to a film festival and then then like going to the fest, like going to your block, sitting through your block and then going to the like after party thing um, and then driving home six hours the very next morning. So yeah. we were like shot. We almost, almost missed our film. Yeah. That's how close it was. It was like down to seconds that we walked in, got our badges, the lights were going down, and we were the first because they went, I guess, in like alphabetical order or something. And like, bam, there was the title. And I was like, can you imagine if we had driven six hours into Virginia (laughs) and missed our fucking film? It's something we would do. Yeah. Uh, That's It's very much us. But we made it. Um... And uh, we got like good laughs and good um, responses and reactions mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we're I'm gonna I'm gonna dive a little bit into the level of your how antisocial you are. So okay, um, we are both like extroverted introverts. Yeah. So the, the like our extra the our extroverted side comes out in bursts, and it's very much like. It's very subjective to the type of environment we're in. Yeah. Um, I got to feel a room, mm. you know, and see, like, this is not the play. I'm just not feeling it today. So sometimes, like, you're extroverted to the point that I want to, like, punch you when we're in public. And I'm like, please stop. Um, and yeah. then, but most of the time, like, you keep to yourself. This is the time um, to to have to be extroverted when you're at Film Fest. You, you do have to sell yourself. And we're the worst at it. Um, and, uh, so I guess, well, obviously because we came in so late, Brian, who's like the director of that, Mm -hmm. didn't see us come in. And so at the end of the block, he was like, all right, so we have these filmmakers here. And he like named them and didn't name us. And I leaned into you and I said, I don't think he knows that we're here. And you leaned back and you went, it's fine. (laughs) And I was like, it's really not. <laughs> don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> it's really and not. Then, and then you don't want them to notice you because then they'll be like, why didn't you say you were here? And you're just like, oh, God, which is kind of what happened. Well, that is what happened. Yeah. So um, I uh, <laughs> look, I'm not going to lie. If it was local, I may have been willing to sit that that sucker out. Um, but after that drive, I was like, listen, yeah. we spent, you know, over 100 bucks on the room. Talk about ourselves. <laughs> you know, in gas. 
and tolls and all of that. Like, there's no way we're just going to act like we're not here. We have to say something. So um, ironically, someone in, in the audience actually went uh, like something along the lines of like, I don't know who made that film Amber, but it was so good. And I had that was like, all right, here's my moment. And I was like, we're here. And Brian was like, oh, my God, <laughs> exactly yeah. what you were afraid was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And then um, and then he like waves, you know, he's like, all right, come on up here. And you had the audacity to try to remain seated. And I was like, the fuck you are. Get up. <laughs> like, I don't I, I think you're misremembering. Um, yeah, that. I'm pretty sure I'm correct. That, that part. And I was like, I can't believe this man. Like you you were willing to like not even let them know we were here. And then when they acknowledged you were here, you're going to be like, oh, we'll just make this a one person team. You just go right up there and do all that. Well, you directed it. OK, nobody. get Listen. If you if if you know nothing else about me, it's that I'm incredibly realistic about the shit that we do. Okay, not a single person gives a crap about the fact that I directed this. The only reason why people like this movie is because of the effects. So for you to not want to get up and talk is pointless when we go to these things because it's like I didn't do any of what makes this attractive to people. So I I can't answer any questions about this. I didn't do any of that. Um, <clears throat> and I'm fine with that. It's just like, you got to get up, buddy. You got to get up. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, just like went through the spiel. I guess like where we're terrible is just like, I don't, you know, there's there's no question that trips me up more at film festivals when they're like, tell us about why you made this. I don't, I wanted to make something. Yeah. I, I don't, I like, I don't have a poetic response to that. Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't wake up one day and was like, you know what I, you know what I've not accomplished in my life? A short film about a glowing fucking amber egg. <laughs> the egg represents the earth. And yeah, I, what, I, I don't, I, I don't have some Aronofsky fucking detailed explanation to why, like, why did you make this? Because we wanted to make something. <laughs> I'm like, I don't, well, yeah, to be I fair, we do have some films anything. that are like that. You know, it's like this just didn't happen to be something that we had a lot of nothing i've i've never written anything that i've been like i had to write this no but there's, there's like, more meaning behind like, it than just we wanted to put a robot yeah in the, the, the meaning is usually like why'd you write this i find cults fascinating yeah so i wrote a film about a cult that's it that's the explanation right but... I, I i have like there's no there's no deep-seated meaning to why i write something mm. i i think of you know, like a story that interests me and my goal is to bring that to life. That's why I write it. Well, I can't bring this to life if I don't write it. So I write it and that's why it exists. But, you know, my connection to like my femininity or like Mother Earth or mental anguish, like none of that, absolutely none of that is the driving force for why I write something. So mm those questions i'm like they're gonna hate this answer it's gonna be really short and sweet because like what what could possibly inspire me to write that yeah nothing it was just like you know we had an opportunity you got the the sweatshirt and the nft from someone as a gift and it was like oh this would be funny yeah. so, we, <laughs> so yeah. we made it that's it that's that's our origin story yeah well yeah but you know you say you don't have like deep-seated reasons for filming but you do put a lot of meaning in your films you know like the character uh, motivations and yeah, but that's what already in the, in the development that has nothing yeah, like yeah. it's not like there's nothing there, there nothing preface to that you know mm -hmm. what i mean that it was like 
because like do i have experience in a cult no i still i find them fascinating do you want to so. be in a cult no no that's why do i know anybody that was in a cult i might yeah, I think, <laughs> I think, yeah depends depends on your definition of cult i, I might um but it yeah it, it's just um i don't know it doesn't run that deep for me so those questions are always uh, those are a little weird for me um but you know it it's it was a it's a smaller turnout you know um one of the movies that we really wanted to watch, unfortunately, it was during our block, so we didn't get to. Um, shout out to the Alamo in Winchester. I mean, way cleaner than the one that we've got in our parts. I'm not going to name it, but you know where you are. You know what state we're in. I think we only have one. Um, it Like, I was almost a little bit... <laughs> I don't know why I thought, like, oh, is it part of the chain to be gross? Yeah. You know, so there it was like, oh, we're holding like this after party thing at Alamo. And I was like, ew. Yeah. Right. Because I'm thinking of our Alamo. Yeah. And then we went there and I was like, this bathroom's actually kind of clean. The whole place was And the food was like really way nice. better quality. Like, <laughs> yeah. It had like this whole area outside with like tables and waiters and like. A bar. A bar, yeah. Well, the other one has a bar, but this one was like one twice was nice, the size though. of it. Yeah. It had like the bar lighting and. Like the 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 new the more modern bar lighting. And... Listen, I'm good with grungy looking. Just be clean. Like yeah. you could be like a dive, but you don't have to be gross. Right. I love that kitsch of like, oh, our bar's small, but it has like this antique thing. Like cool, yeah, cool, yeah. cool. Like that's fine. Um, and the Alamo by us, by to be fair, does have some seating. Like you can sit yeah. out there, but this was like, like the size of a lobby that you would yeah. see at a bigger theater. Um, so that or was like a big hotel or something. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. Um, so we got to talk to a bunch of people and all of that, but you know, we, uh, we're the worst, you know, when like someone pays us a compliment, uh, we always forget to like reciprocate. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I know it makes us sound like assholes, but it's just like, I'm, we're so uncomfortable with it that it's just like, I'm just trying to get out of the moment, yeah. I guess. Because what happens is someone, at least for me, someone will say, oh, my God, I loved your movie so much. And, you know, I know in my head they're probably BSing because that's what just what you say. Like, BSing. Uh, BSing. Welcome to the PG-13. Yeah. That would be a PG rated, actually, yeah. probably. Um, and uh, and I'm so I'm I'm so much I'm so, I'm trying so hard to stop myself from just being like, it's not good. You don't have to say that, that I just want to say thank you appreciate that you know you just want to be nice yeah that i'm not even thinking about oh your film was great too regardless of whether i liked it or not uh i would say that which is why i would think that they would just say that you know what i mean so it's like this cyclical thing of like but anyway point is is that <laughs> i i uh i always forget to say it back because i'm just like like you i'm just trying to get out of that moment because now i feel awkward because yeah. i'm having to accept praise in some way even if it is not real well you enjoy genuine praise a, a bunch. Um, I think it's always nice to hear. It, if you think someone genuinely means what they're saying, it's always nice to hear. Um, even people that are feel cringe about it, like me, it's nice to hear. But I like it better like in a non-personal setting, right? If somebody was like, oh, my friend said blah, 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 that always sits better with me because they're not in front of my face. I'm always like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. That's awesome. But when someone's standing in front of me and they go, I loved your film or you did such a good job with blah, blah, blah. I'm always like, okay, <laughs> I, yeah. I want to go home. Yeah. Um, I don't, uh, I, I have to like 
actively make my brain go, thank you. <laughs> Just, you know, yeah. like, like uh, my former therapist who retired and uh, I, I'll never find another therapist as good as Bruce. He was a freaking saint. Yeah. But he was always like, Sashia. I just wanted to like, what about Bob him? Yeah. Oh my God. We should. <laughs> just show up on his boat. <laughs> just show up on his boat. Um, We're sailing. And, uh, I mean, that's kind of ironic that he didn't right. wind up living on a boat. It, yeah. It's just, what about Bruce? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and even with a B, it works. Yeah. Um, you know, he would just be like, Sashia, just smile and say thank you. That's your job. When someone pays you a compliment, just smile and say thank you. And I'm like, fine. So I'm kind of at that stage where I just go like, I give like this Sheldon Cooper kind of smile and I go, thank you. And then like I look away or I look down. I'm like, let's end this moment. Oh, my God, stop. Uh, no, seriously, stop. <laughs> so... um it's I don't know I mean like you want to hear it so you know like okay this did well like this like people liked it I don't know I mean maybe just because we're assholes like I wouldn't go out of my way to tell somebody that I liked something that they did if I didn't so I guess that's why I'm a little bit more prone to being like maybe they did like it because why would they go out of their way to like walk across the room yeah and like wait for the person we're talking to to stop talking to us so that they can, you know what I mean? Like, that seems like a lot if you don't really like something. Yeah. Um, and there's this thing, I don't know if you notice it. Um, so you'll, so like you'll be at a fest and you're done with like a panel or something like that. And you catch eyes with the people that want to say something to you, but they don't know how long the current conversation you're in is going to take place and they don't want to stand there and make it weird. So it's like you have to sort of like decide whether you're going to acknowledge them real quick and have them be like, oh, no, I just want to say real quick, I loved your film. And you're like, oh, thank you so much, because then they just stand there and you're like, I don't want to be rude, yeah. you know, <laughs> but like this other person's talking and it's like, I don't know what what a problem, right? So many people want to come up and say they like your movie, but it's just... I, I have like these mini panic attacks where like if someone makes eye contact w with me for too long, I'm like, do, do they want to say something to me? And like, yeah. do I do I split off from you? And that's usually what I'll do. Like, I'll catch their eye. I'm like, OK, you keep talking to this person then I'll catch this person and try to like get that going. Yeah. Um, it, look, you have to be able to at least turn that socialization on. Yeah. I have to go into like actor mode and be like, okay, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but it's always uncomfortable. It is. I I don't yeah, I I, I always try to For you it's surprising because you're kind of a ham. It, yeah. I have to feel comfortable, right? The minute that I'm comfortable, it's over. Right? I'll just like, blah, 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 you know. You turn into a turkey. Yeah, I'm just like blah, blah, blah. they're like, You're fucking weird, I'm out of here. Um but you know, it's that it's that uncomfortableness. I have to measure this person out. I have to know exactly what's what's happening. Uh, I don't know where their limits are. I don't know. And where how do you do that with a whole audience? Yeah. And so, you know, like after the words, you know, I, I, I was chatting up one of the filmmakers. We are chatting one up uh, after our, our little Q&A session as well. And so I um, I uh, I need to I need that kind of moment to 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 get to gauge somebody. Mm. And then once I can do that, then 
I'm like, all right, they're fine. I can babble on about nonsense. It's fine now that they that they get it. But you can pull out on them. Yeah, it, there's just the uh, other. It's it's like there's no middle ground, right? It's just mm -hmm. like uh, yeah. So. So we always look. We always try to be really transparent about stuff because why why do this otherwise if we're just gonna be just gonna like bullshit you? But um, I'm I'm still just like um, kind of amazed by. Um, like people's budgets yeah you know um like when people go like how much did this cost you and we're like uh thirty dollars at home depot because yeah. we bought push like led lights push lights, yeah. <laughs> push lights i don't you know and i realized that we like we have our own equipment but that's the same for other people some other people too that had like yeah. their budgets were pretty big for what they made and they had their own equipment so we're just like where did it where did it go like yeah. i don't know like i'm baffled by where these budgets go um for short films you know we watched a movie that had like a three thousand dollar budget and i'm just like i don't know like i don't know how that would cost three thousand dollars like yeah. i'm just i'm genuinely curious like i want to be like do you have like the spreadsheet of where like i, I just want to know like what what is costing so much for you know something that has minimal effect or just like a very simplistic yeah. effect like why um i don't i don't know like it's it's something that really baffles me i guess um well we do so much you know and so that's you know they have to pay people for to edit and but to that's color what i want to know like what did you pay like what did stuff? that cost you that like i don't know yeah I mean, they're, they're expensive budgets are crazy movies, like budgets you know, are so crazy yeah what you can do with one thing and another, i don't know i mean like we we keep things minimal because we have no choice. I mean, that's just I, we don't we don't have any kind of connections with anybody, like at all. You know, I people I love when I talk to people and they're like, yeah, you know, we're like totally indie, and they're like, yeah, you know, we just like make indie films. Like, you know, my uncle invested in this, but we're like, no, 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 hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even have said uncle that would invest in this. Like, I don't have a family member that would ever entrust me with thousands of dollars. Uh, on any scale yeah. um, to create something like that just doesn't exist or like, yeah, we did this for like hardly anything. And our buddy let us film in his apartment building that he owns. And it's like, that's all, that's a whole other connection right there. Like you had access to an entire building or, you know, empty like factory or something like that. That's an in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We like, we're always going from scratch with complete strangers and trying to figure out ways to film stuff. So yeah. Um, I'm, I, I am awaiting that moment of having a connection, no matter how small, just some kind of connection that, that we could, uh, hopefully level things up a bit. It's, it's really frustrating. Yeah. Um, it's hard to write when you're pretty sure that you're not going to be able to afford any of the locations you're thinking of. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, you know, the, the fest was really cool. It was, it was, uh, we haven't gone to any in the the past so i don't know like size wise comparatively with yeah. like covid if it was smaller this year but this was definitely like a fest where it's like your block is going to be smaller unless you know you had like a bigger budget to go into the to the theaters yeah uh, or like distribution and you know like you have to understand that i think people get really like do you okay <laughs> all right here we go here's my thing i would like to see if possible, if we were to ever do a film fest again, we tried, we did this like one, one year, very small, like very small fest. And it was a lot of work, even as small as it was. Um, so 
I wonder if we ever got into this again. Like, I would like to be able to play the blocks in theaters. Like, yeah. um, uh, uh, Peekskill. I really liked that. Yeah. I, I liked that, that they, they gave that experience to everybody, no matter what budget you had, how big or small, you got to watch your film up on a big screen. And that's that's really cool. Um, the reason why I, I make a deal of that is because there's no way that a PA system at a pizzeria or a library or wherever you are is going to compare to a theater. So it it's probably the the biggest bummer of being on the lower end financially with films and being in, and having shorts that uh, that aren't budgeted to be competitive is that you can work your ass off on the audio and it'll still sound like shit through whatever little like projector and mm -hmm. tiny PA system a location has because these 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 systems are made for like you know connecting your bluetooth to your iPod, your 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 uh your iPhone and like or your iPad and like playing music overhead you know what i mean it's just like for ambiance they're not made to like actually handle the complexities and the depth and the you know the 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 base that you're going to yeah. have in a film so um you can there it, there's varying degrees of like not great horrible so if you're if you're going in with bad audio it is going to sound atrocious mm -hmm. on that system but the crazy thing is that you can go in with good audio and it'll still sound mediocre because it's not it can't handle it um, and then also for some reason it's never leveled right like i feel like at, at a film fest there should always be somebody sitting by that computer and by the pa system adjusting it because one person oh my god edit yeah. they like they they do their, they'll edit their audio way yeah, up here especially on our level because there's Ugh. no there's no you know we're dealing with a lot of like myself inexperienced audio engineers and um and then you mix that with people that know what they're doing and then so you have like this complete it's a smorgasbord uh, of yeah. sound. And yeah. so um, you really like in order to even try to, to, to fix that in any way, you would have to have somebody there going like, oh, this movie actually played really loud. Yeah. Like we remember the audio was really loud here. Just have so we're going to bring this down. That doesn't let it go above a certain thing. And yeah, you can. You know. But I feel like those aren't always sometimes yeah. they they don't do the job. You know, we've we've been to fest where it's like deafening. Mm -hmm. um you know like a, a shout or something like that it's just so so high and it cracks and it's just like really it's really crazy um we didn't have that here i was just like it just made me think of that you know yeah. it's like it's when you're in smaller venues it's just uh it, it it's hard to it's hard to sort of play fair for everybody because yeah. not everybody is on the same level uh in terms of their audio like yeah. their actual audio is leveled differently um and you know a lot of times festivals you know, they don't have the equipment that, you know, if they're running their audio through like a PA speaker, you know, you can have a lot of harsh sounds that are loud because mm -hmm. it's designed strictly for a PA and to right. be loud. It's not really designed to level out, you know, 5.1, you know, audio channel of a, a gigahertz. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> it, a lot of times it's it can be that an issue with that as well. And there's no shade to the the film fest because they they're working with what they got but um so that that can sometimes be the reason tricky yeah. yeah yeah um yeah so like it you know um 
we we did actually really enjoy um, an animation that had played during our block. I have to try to find this filmmaker to see if maybe we could get them on the show to talk about so good. the work. It was really good. And, you know, animation is tricky, um, but I find that most people that do animations in film festivals usually do a great job. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever saw an animation that I was like, that was fucking awful. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Though, like, is it just me? Like, because usually so it's time like... time and money and, and stuff involved in that. I mean, there is in regular films as well. But, I've, you know, I, I it's if you have the money to, to make an animation that long, e- either you know how to do it yourself, so you're just going to sit and do it over the course of mm-hmm. three years or whatever, something crazy, or, you know, you're going to pay money to have people that know what they're doing do it over a shorter period of time because you'll have a group of people. And so, um, yeah. Plus, like, animation... I feel like in order to, for it to get to to a film fest it has to be pretty stellar to begin with because if you're watching a full short film mm. of an animation and it doesn't look good, you know, it you're out of the movie, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's it's really hard to invest your get invested. So there may be tons of animations that are being submitted that we just would never see because if it's not really really good, it's hard to get in. animations are like my documentaries for you i never want to see something that's animated i'm always like uh i mean not like anything there are some animations like you know i like obviously love like bob's burgers and uh uh, gravity falls and stuff like that but like when someone goes like oh this new animation came out that's like supposed to be blah blah i'm always like i have no interest in that i have no interest in that and then not all the time, because it's like a 50-50 for me. But some of the times I'll be like, oh, I'm so glad I watched that. But I would probably have never watched this if I wasn't forced to watch yeah. it. It's so bizarre. Yeah. Like, like I can watch it and be like, that was great. Um, like Big Mouth. Mm-hmm. I really didn't want to start that. Like yeah. when we, I was just like, I don't really care. Like, you know, the stuff that's like on Adult Swim and all that. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, what's that one... It's like two letters and then the last name. It's like the first name of the character is like two letters and the last. It's like a cartoon that a bunch of like, like, I'm sorry if I'm going to get a hate, but like um, Morty. Rick and Morty. I, I don't get like, yeah. I've tried to watch that and I'm like, I don't like this. I, don't, it, I haven't watched it, but it's not because I'm like. You have. We it. sat down and watched an episode together. Yeah. That's how memorable it was for you. It. And we both wow. went like. Yeah, I don't get that. Like, we just didn't. It didn't. I don't even remember. Um, and But Bob's Burgers, too. We yeah, were Bob's so Burgers. late to the game because I was like, I don't want to watch an animation. I don't care to watch a cartoon. Gravity Falls, too. Gravity we... Falls. I, I got suckered in because it happened to be on in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's totally my documentary. Like, I will never willingly go into an animation. For me, but... it was Invincible. When I watched Invincible. Which one was that? That was that superhero one that's like. Oh, I was present for that. Because, yes. like, when I'm watching, like, Bob's Burgers or or gravity falls there's a comedic element to it with all yes. that stuff and big mouth or whatever and i like that i can't watch animation if it's not comedic that was my concern i was like i, I don't know if i can really get into a story and enjoy it the way i would enjoy a, a regular show or film if it's an animation because i'm going to be i'm going to be in that mindset because of mm. what i'm watching but but it was actually pretty you watched like, that it didn't star take, wars one didn't you it didn't t- yeah that one but that was more of 3d animation versus being drawn so there's Still a little animation, bit different yeah though um that one was good too but uh so it took like a full episode for me to like really get my mindset luckily with that one the first episode ended in a very kind of horrific way so that really you know shot <laughs> thank god you for into the tragedies that, yeah shot you right into that tone so 
Um, also, I would just like to point out this does not count for Pixar. Yeah. I'm talking about like indie yeah, yeah. type type of animation. Like I'll always watch shit that Pixar does. Like they're what if just. We should do an animation. <sighs> like that was so too soon that I don't even yeah, I don't sorry. even have the date. You're so mean. <laughs> so um, divorce papers. Yeah. Um, so. We, you know, we like that was that experience we had. Um, we were like, I was glad we went because we had I think this was our third time and we hadn't gone to the other two. And it was just like, OK, to be fair, one of them was during COVID. COVID yeah. uh, so we we literally couldn't go to that. But um, just like getting to meet like what I really enjoy about Winchester is that they 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 still care about films. Yeah. Like they still care about. Like they're still in it for the for the reason that you start a film festival. So many film festivals have gone this crazy route, um, and we're gonna get into that next week when we talk about the 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 Coney Island Film Fest and kind of things that we've learned not about that fests. Are that, are that but we'll oh no, that. absolutely yeah. not, yeah. Um, absolutely not. But I'm gonna just kind of like save that because yeah. I want to like be able to split this, um, and. Uh, uh, yeah, so like it's just you know I what I my I completely forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh yeah, I hate when that happens. I just had such a forty-two-year-old moment. Oh, I was just saying that I was glad that we went and all yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, it was it was it was really cool to be able to like meet other people and see stuff and just force ourselves to be social because we're so bad at it. Yeah. Um, and uh, you know, we'll see we'll see what what goes for next year. Um, but, you know, you do have to consider that if you don't have a lot of experience with film festivals, you do need to consider the costs. I mean, that weekend cost us like probably 200 bucks. Yeah. You know, so you got to drive far as well. So yeah, we drove. But like same like Coney Island, same thing, like between parking and uh, souvenirs because we $40 had dollars park over there. <laughs> we'll all get right. into all that. But right. uh, you know, it's expensive. Like it's it's not just like, you know, you, you, you hop on a bus and you go to a film fest. I mean, there's usually a, you're traveling for them. So, um, yes. So just wanted to say, like, you know, those guys are still in it for all the good, all the right reasons. Yeah. And we'll get into what's going on for people that are not in it for yeah. the right reasons. So we, we really love supporting Winchester because they, you know, Brian really puts a lot into um, you know, wanting to showcase filmmakers and, and their yeah. work and stuff. And so that's really cool. It's a cool. beautiful town. It's actually a really cool town. The library is spectacular. A reenactment. You're you in that reenactment. You are like obsessed with that. That's what they do. It's Virginia. I know. It's just I'd never like seen like we weren't any close. We saw it was like far away. And I wasn't even hundred percent sure. It was just people riding horses and people. No, that's a stand. reenactment, but no, I know it was, but <laughs> at the time I was like, was that any reenactment? But um, is that a reenactment? Is that a reenactment? <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I was like, oh my god, this is this is this is happening. Yeah, this, they do this, that. You know, yeah, um, they do that. So that was uh, that was exciting to yeah. find that out <laughs> that we passed one. I'm glad that was riveting for you. Yeah. Um, so we're actually going to do like a little review because we watched a movie um, that it's like LARPing social studies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, how often do you get to use that? <laughs> Not often. Uh, not often. Um, so we uh, we're big fans of of Rebecca Hall. Uh, mm -hmm. At least I am. I, I I ever since I saw the town, 
I was just like kind of hooked with her and I sort of followed her career over the years. She's really good. And so anything that she's in, um, I'm I'm always up to watch. And uh, we actually did. We rented this because I didn't want to wait. This is one of those films like, again, I saw the trailer. I don't know how far back and then forgot the movie existed, you know, and then happened to be like browsing through and was like oh shit (laughs) and remembered you know i love like i love the little like the the coming attraction if you will style of trailers but it it just it's annoying i i guess it seems counterproductive for me to play to to like release trailers so far away from your actual release date because it's like you're gonna people are gonna forget this and it's harder to do now, right? Because so many people are on, uh, have have pulled the plug on cable and stuff, right? Yep. There was no way for you to not know something was playing back in the day, because it was on every channel. It was every fourth commercial. You would see that trailer again and again and again. To be fair, it was never for indie stuff. You always had to look for that. Um, but you know, films that came out like there, you couldn't miss things because yeah. the, the media wouldn't let you. You know. It would be burned into your brain every day that you watch TV. And now that that's sort of done or you have like ad free stuff, you don't really see those advertisements. So it's like you have to kind of make a mental note or like I do, I'm, you know, still like analog and I'll write things down or I'll save it on uh, in a folder in YouTube when I watch the trailer and then like occasionally go back and be like, what's been released since I last did this, you know, because I don't remember. So we almost missed this one. Uh, because I totally forgot that it was coming out. Um, so it was. It's called Resurrection, and mm-hmm. it's directed by. I want to. I don't know if it's Andrew Simons. I don't think it's Siemens. That would be terrible. <laughs> I want to say Simons. I'm just going to say that. Um, and it's starring um, Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth. Um, so. This film, 100%, um, it didn't get the best reviews. This film, 100%, was not what I thought it was going to be. <laughs> like, at all. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> So had you I, watched the full trailer? Like, usually we kind of... Watched the full-ass trailer, okay. actually, yeah. Usually so we cut off, like, I was, through so, or so. So here's the thing. Kudos to them for not giving away the whole movie in the trailer. Because there was no chance in hell that I saw this movie going where it was going after watching the trailer. <laughs> Nothing about... You should watch the trailer now. Yeah. Like, we'll do that afterwards so you can see it. Nothing about this trailer told me that we were going to go this far left in the in, the, in that direction. Like, yeah. there was nothing to even hint at that. And I'm not going to say, like, oh, I wouldn't have watched it if I knew. It's just that I was going in thinking, like... Oh, it's a story about this guy who's obviously the, like he plays a you know he he was a negative person in her life that she's afraid of. Um, I thought maybe psychologically it would be like that he actually didn't exist that yeah. she you know it was or he was like some kind of a, a, a like an amalgam or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I thought maybe that because she tends to do artsy things. So I, yeah. I it's not like I expected this to not be artsy in some way. But this shit I did not expect. Yeah. It was just like, what's happening? I think like the first 30 minutes, I was like, okay. And then I was like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. And I wish I had recorded when the film ended and you looked at me and you went, 
Uh, that was a weird fucking movie. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad I watched it though. Yeah, <laughs> Those were your that exact much sums words. Up my review. <laughs> there was nothing about the film that was bad, right? The performances were good, lighting was good, direction was good, story was the story was good. I thought, like from a from like a like from a layout perspective, like this is uh, from a from a from a like the first and second act. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, it just, yeah, it zigged and I didn't expect it. And, and that's not a bad thing, right? It's just because I didn't expect it to go there. It doesn't mean like anything. That it shouldn't. Right. Um, but for me, it was just, it just, it just wasn't made for me, you know, uh-huh. that sort of thing. And so I, I, but I love, I, I'm, it's one of those films I'm super glad it was made. I hope it, it does well. Rebecca Hall's, you know, a, a G as the kids say, or used to say in the nineties, um, in the nineties, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and but uh, but yeah, I mean the, I I'm not sure if I fully even understood the movie, mm. you know, like if I was on the same wavelength as the film, and that's like, you know, look, if, if you're an artist, and I think it was very like mother in that way, yeah, where it was it's very, it's complete interpretation, and it has there's underlying meaning and all yeah. that stuff in there, and that's why I respected the film because, you know, look, if you're making art and everybody loves it then you're not then you're not being then you're being safe mm. and you're not taking any chances and this film took chances and i appreciate that and i respect it for it but it just wasn't um it wasn't something that i really like understood or kind of like jived with you know and so i respect anyone who's like you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna stick a tangible baby that speaks and cries and emotes through another man that had been murdered previously <laughs> like i'm like Listen, I, I mean, I I can't even imagine explaining that to a studio or to producers. Because like, look, this the, is the direction I'm going yeah, the in. The ending like, of this film definitely was was um, it, it was it was an allegory for something. I, I but I don't know what that is. Right? I don't understand what the filmmaker was trying to say. And that's not the filmmaker's fault. That's you know that's sometimes just, it is. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it's just it is, not yeah, but, like but it, it doesn't come across. Yeah, but but clearly. But it's not the filmmaker's fault if if they don't care about that. You know, they're just mm. telling their story and this is what they wanted to do. And if people get it, they get it. If they don't, then they don't. And I didn't. And that's cool. Like it's I'm 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 on board. Like that's awesome. But I I uh I just uh I just didn't I just didn't understand it. And I'm like you know I'm not the smartest guy, so it's not like <laughs> unbelievable that I didn't understand something. You know, um, but thematically and like visually it was it was great you know the mood of it all was really really great and um you know obviously her performance is is amazing i mean i think i I think it's It's one of those films where you're like oh she actually died in the second act and the whole rest of it was a dream or something you know it's like Mm. one of those types of things that i'm sure i can research and find out but um the fact that i didn't get it it's like uh i mean i don't know if i maybe i will but i don't know um so I think like, you know, I, I would love to hear from other people who have watched it um, to see what they what their 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 perception of what was happening was. I mean, I think that so initially I was like, oh, this is all metaphor. Right. Right. I thought that I was taking it kind of at face value and I was like, oh, this is metaphorical in that he maintains control of her through this lie and through this tragedy. Right. I mean, at no point was I like, oh, yeah, that's really in there. Right. Never. Right. There was right. no point where I was like, oh, he's clearly 
carrying her murdered child for that he killed or however for long. however many years and is, you know, coming back to birth it for, uh, you know, get like n at no point was I, was I like, oh, this is literal. Yeah. I really thought that it was like, okay, this is a mind game. This is part of, um, what did he call them? Not a kindness. Was it a kindness or something like that? He called it something when you, mm. when the thing that she had to do. Um, oh, I think yeah. it was a kindness. Yeah. I don't know why like I want to say that. Things she had to do to like cleanse herself or like as a penance or something. I, I'm not sure. But then she would do them. Yeah. You know, but then, but, but still be defiant. So it was kind of weird in that way. Like, I'm like, so you're like, you don't control me. I hate you. I want you out of my life. But then do the things that he asked her to do. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that, that part of it was, um, that part of it, I was still in, I still understood. Cause I was like, okay, this is like, this is like, uh, this goes into sort of like that cult mentality, right? Like why do people do things that they know they shouldn't be doing or don't want to do, but this person has this control over them, like all of that. And she was very young in the beginning of their relationship. So, you know, there was this persuasion and I, like, I got all of that. Um, but the way the direction that it went into it becoming literal, that's where I, I obviously perhaps I'm too simple minded for it. But I was just like, I don't know where we're supposed to go from here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was trying to figure out how much of that was still a metaphor. It's there's not a happy ending, obviously. It intentionally ends with her face, her expression changing. So all is not perfect oh yeah. yeah right you know we we established that, that part we and we never clear. we never see this child so i don't know how much of this is i don't know that her daughter was even there we don't even know that like i don't know the older daughter yeah i don't even know that her i'm i'm not she sure interacted with the friend no no i was saying at the end oh 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 yeah that whole ending in, i'm not for even... me the whole ending was was not real at all because she did that you know she used to wake up from those dreams and take a breath mm -hmm. that way she did it twice in the film right right so she did it in the last very scene the very last scene as well now i'm not assuming that she was dreaming but i i have to wonder at what point did it what you know did that dream start mm -hmm. right because she obviously that part you know look physics won't allow their science won't allow a baby to, to live inside of a man for you know, 18 years or whatever it mm -hmm. was. So that obviously isn't, wasn't true because there was no mythical element to it at all. And so there's something that happened in the hotel room, maybe where maybe she didn't survive and her waking up like that, what could have been her in the hospital. There may have been some cues that we missed that kind of would have led us more to, to know exactly what was happening. And so um, that's, that's kind of what I didn't understand. This is one of what those... What was literally happening. And, and maybe that's not to understand, right? Maybe it's just, I, you know. I w I'm going to I'm gonna throw a term out there that the kids love. I'm going to bet dollars to donuts that the director at no point expected people to walk away from this and know what happens right. at the end of right, it. Right, exactly. I don't think the director knows what happens at the end of this. There, It's up, it's up, to inter it's up for interpretation. Like, that's what these type of things do right you're there to interpret what you think happened and um i i i beg to question how much of this how, like how much of this her daughter was actually present for yeah um and so i mean you know you 
you have to like you have to understand like okay like if you're taking this literally from the start where you'd be like well how the hell is he pregnant like he's obviously not pregnant right because you don't see a bit like he doesn't have a bump he's not carrying the baby it's not about him being pregnant it was about him consuming the child I feel my that's how I feel it was about the consumption because he said that he ate the baby right so it's about the consumption of him holding that control that baby represents the control that he has over her and he keeps this inside of him um and in the end of it i i think yeah like i don't know that there i don't think there that we're supposed to actually believe that there's a real baby i think it's more supernatural than anything that's what i mean you know yeah Yeah, it's it's just like representative of something you know i think it's that the that if I had to say, like, what do you think the main thing was? I think it'd be that it's that you carry tragedy. Mm-hmm. I think I want to say that was maybe the main sort of uh, focus here was that no matter how much, no matter how much success she found, uh, even ha- having another child, having her other family or whatever, and having her life, that that trauma was always there, right? Right, and it didn't take very much for it to surface. Um, and so I like to think that that's, that it's more of that, that it's more of our subjective interpretation of her trauma. Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, cause like if it's, if we're, if we're to take this literally that he did like both kill and cannibalize this child, how do you ever live a normal life after that knowing that yeah. that happened to your child and right. carrying that and then guilt just move on like okay, and then just done. move on right yeah, yeah. so um, but even if he didn't actually eat the child at, but at some like, point the cops are going to be like hey where's your kid yeah like <laughs> but i mean i think he kept her secluded you yeah. know so there were people that didn't know that would there would be no one to question that so mm-hmm. that is i that is very feasible that a sure. baby yeah, would just disappear so. uh, but um yeah i mean like even if he didn't literally eat parts of the baby or something you know knowing that you did not protect your child and Mm -hmm. all of that is is a very intense thing so i think that's more of what the movie is about it's not a movie that i disliked i mean she did an amazing job i think it's one of those like it's a cool like artsy fartsy film that like yeah i probably wouldn't watch it again um, I maybe should to see if I would pick up on something else. Right. Um, I I love that it's an original idea that it's I don't think it's based on a book. Please don't tell me that it is. I can't <laughs> imagine that it is. It seems I, I mean, there's weird books, uh, clearly, but I just don't think that this was based on a book. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's great that he made the film. I just uh, I just didn't love it. Right. But I liked I liked that it was made and I I was still intrigued. Like at no point was like I just want to shut this off. I was just like it was just there were just a lot of like WTF moments. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? But I wanted to know if it was going to get for the longest time we we assumed he wasn't real. But then he yes. started interacting with people and then we're like, okay. But then no, that's, real. that's all, that can also, that can also not be real just because he's interacting with people. That's just her, like, that's her projection of it. You know well, what no, I mean? Because I'm pretty sure he existed outside of her perspective. Yes. No, I think he did. But I just mean that doesn't, that doesn't oh, always right, mean right. just because the, that character interacts with other people. Right, like, right. doesn't always mean anything. Um, yeah. I think it, you know, it was a bizarre, crazy, wackadoo movie, but it was a, original and and it was well made so i'm like okay yeah yeah i'm i'm i'm, I'm good with it <laughs> good, yeah. 
I'm good with it. It was just weird. And... I'm glad it is upon the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad it was um, birthed upon but I, the world. But I am interested to see what other people think. I, I hope that, that, that... I'm interested to see what they what he does next. He's done a couple things that I've not watched, though, but I know the movies. Like, I've seen the trailers. So I'll have to kind of go back to see... this is probably his most commercially successful film, I would assume, I right? No, I think The Dig... Oh. I think he did the dig. I think okay. it's the same person. But oh. I, I didn't watch that, so that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if this is like his. If he's like ambiguous and like, right. I don't know if that's like his thing. Right. Um, it may be. So if it is, then this makes perfect sense in, in sure. why it is the way it is. Um, yeah, I think you know, it's not like it's. It's funny, you know, you have a film like The Northman, which did, you know, people praise so much. And I was I was out of that movie, like halfway in. I was just like, I don't I, I really I have, I'm not interested. I'm not invested in any of these people. But this story, I was. Yeah. It's so, you know, it's it's yeah. really it's, it's a very personal thing. Yeah. Um, and art is really personal and weird that way. It's like, you know, people praise The Northman. It had a way bigger budget. A, a huge massive set and costume and all that stuff and it just didn't do it for me enough that i didn't even i wasn't invested in what was happening at the end whereas this i'm like yeah this is weird yeah and it didn't go in a direction that i that like i expected or maybe hoped i'd even say but i still want to know how it ends yeah yeah and no, I, I really i didn't need like the big set and yeah. you know all these people i just was invested enough in the story that i'm like yeah this is fucking weird but i'm yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm in I'm going to go on this ride and I'm going to stay on it till the end. Yeah, for um, sure. And, and I was glad sure. to do that. I wasn't like, oh, it's just because I paid for it. I was just like, all right, let's see where this goes. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, I'm going to get an amazing performance out of, uh, you know, Rebecca Hall and Tim Roth, too. They're just yeah. really strong actors and they did a great job. Um, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that's Thank it. you for confirming that the second time yeah, we're done we're done that's it you're okay. done um shout out shout outs to mograph they had their uh mograph camp mograph camp this Mo-Graph. weekend we couldn't go obviously because we yeah. had the film festival and whatnot but um well that would have been interesting because you I were hope, supposed to go like I was what, supposed to what go, would yeah. have happened yeah you would maybe go by myself no i probably wouldn't i love those guys but i probably would have went to film festival i mean we have to like you know we're filmmakers and we have to really like pr- you know promote that stuff but anyway um uh probably would have done that but uh yeah i don't know <laughs> we're so exhausted would have been cool uh and um so i hope they had all had a good time i've been seeing pictures and stuff so, and, and i and i get the fomo so it looks like yeah. a good time well um could have met freddie wong that would have been fun yeah that would have been fun I did like him um Next week, we're going to talk about our experience at the Coney Island Film Festival, which mm-hmm. when this airs will actually still be going on. It will not have quite ended when this airs. Right. Um, but we'll we'll talk about that next week. And we'll talk a little bit more about like the strange avenues that film festivals are going down and yeah. um, not always good. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, things that we've learned with this film that are yeah. quite interesting. So yeah. most of which in. we knew, but and some new stuff that we've learned. And yeah, whatever. Yeah. So tune in for that, mm-hmm. and we appreciate you. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Well, bye. bye.